Very good morning to you. You're just waking up. Thank you so much for being with us. This is Sound Awake and my name is Kanyuma Kobane. Only but a pleasure to be in your company this morning. Today we are talking about how to deal with a difficult boss. And my name is Kanyuma Kobane. We'll be together up until 5 o'clock. Mr. Frederick Gaunafatsu Mamabolo is on the line. He's an author and life coach and he specializes in productivity coaching. Fred, thank you so much for being with us. Good morning. Thank you very much Kanye and we missed you last week. Thank you very much. Wow, Fred, I missed everybody here last week. It was so strange not to be <laughs> here. And um, I'm glad to be here and I'm back and I know that Smatley definitely kept the home fires burning. Are you well, Fred? I'm very well. I'm very well. We can't complain. Everything is very perfect. All right. Well, many uh, people in the workplace uh, deal with the particular uh, subject that we're handling today, a difficult boss. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I want us to start by just unpacking uh, perhaps just the definition of difficult, you know, because what's difficult to me may not be difficult to you. You know, it's subjective, you know, depending on on, on where, you know, you stand. You know, some people can, uh, you know, interpret somebody who's assertive as difficult, somebody who's confident and self-assured, and, you know, or maybe a boss that has high standards is difficult. So it really is subjective. Perhaps let's just start there. What, What do we mean when we're talking about a difficult boss? Thank you so much. And I think it's important and it's worth mentioning to put it on record that there's a difference between a difficult boss and a difficult person. In fact, most of those people that we refer to as uh, difficult bosses, they are usually very wonderful people. So then it has to be differentiated and it becomes very difficult to also define what a difficult person is because it's a subjective uh, discussion there. But then when we come back to uh, defining a difficult boss, it's very easy. And number one is that person that is set a reasonable goals and targets. That's the way we start. Mm-hmm. Number two, it is that person who uh, encourages a very unproductive culture around. And number three, is that person who does not foster teamwork in the place? Is that person who does not foster innovation in the place? Is that person who wants to do everything through the people? Mm-hmm. He doesn't do everything with the people. He doesn't do anything uh, by the people. He, do, he does everything through the people. This is the person who, who wants to do the job that you do. It is just that due to the fact that they have two hands and they don't have four. So they just let you do. But unfortunately, they would not allow you to be innovative, to be flexible, and create a space around you for you to prosper in what you do. And we end up calling those people difficult bosses. They are difficult in the sense that they don't allow a good culture to thrive. They are difficult in the sense that they do not allow uh, teamwork yeah. uh, to, to prevail in the place. They are difficult in the sense that they don't have clear goals. Is these people without clear principles mm-hmm. uh, uh, of delivery? Today they want this. The next day they deny what they wanted yesterday, and today they want something else. So they prune confusion in the workplace. Yes. They prune bitterness in the in the workplace. They actually discourage the good performance and encourage the bad performance. These are those people that have their own people in 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 the workplace. So he just 
loves his own people, encourages his own people, discourages those that are not in his sight. Should you disagree with him, he's going to punish you for the next 20 years. So those are difficult bosses. So from what I'm hearing, Fred, a, a, a difficult boss actually is a bad boss. <laughs> you know, somebody who's inconsistent, like you say, is not clear mm. with their vision and also, you know, that doesn't have a sense of being neutral with their workers. Uh, they have their own mm. close clique mm. and those who are outside of that will, will struggle. Now, I want us to once again perhaps uh, define, you know, there's a difference between having a bad boss and a tough boss because some people may be tough bosses, you know, because, you know, they demand a lot they they know what you can produce they stretch you they push you you know and you know you you may feel under pressure working with some people but perhaps there is a difference between the two yes there is much different i would rather have 10 times a tough boss than to have one times a difficult boss uh, and that's why when we talk about if we were going to use a road as a metaphor i will say it's rather a tough road than a difficult road. A difficult road is that one that is impossible to travel on. It's the one that you are not even sure whether it's taking you to the place you want to go or not. But a tough road is that one that is difficult, but you know that there is where I'm going. Now let's talk about tough because we've beaten the drum on, on, on difficult. Tough are those people who who knows what you can do and you rightfully upset. They know what you're capable of. They know they were there on the interview. They chose, they shortlisted, they recruited, appointed you. So they know what you're capable of and they always want to push you to that potential. Tough is those people who know the goals that needs to be achieved and they use the resources that they have to the best they can to achieve those results. Those are the tough bosses. They are very tough in the sense that they always see results. They want results. They want to achieve maximum output, even with minimum input. Mm. Productivity is their demand. They demand productivity at all costs. They become very tough. But they respect people. Two, they respect principles. Three, they have... uh, they observe the principles of Batubili. They uh, they observe the principle of Ubuntu as it is. They they know how to deal with diversity issues. They know how to deal with uh, uh, sympathy issues, respect and protocol issues. They observe the rules of the game. So this is a player in a game who is very strong. He exercises very hard. He knows what he wants, but he actually pushes the resources that he has to get that. He doesn't break the resources to get the milk. He actually pushes the resources until the milk comes out. I like that. And in terms of, uh, you know, moving forward and dealing with a situation that you're faced in, like we, we, we defined what the bad boss or difficult boss is and we've defined yeah. what a tough boss is. Let's talk about perhaps some practical steps. You know, I do have a few tips here that perhaps I'd like us just to look at how to deal with mm-hmm. a, a difficult boss. And it says, number one, make sure that you're dealing with a bad boss. So number one, understand 
your boss, you know, which is why we started with the definitions, you know, don't be confused, mm-hmm. you know, don't mm-hmm. don't confuse a bad boss with a tough boss, you know, uh, you know, observe, you, you know, your boss for a few days. And is it is it, is it wise to, to say something that boss, I think you're being unnecessarily um, tough or, you know, sometimes we, we have our thoughts and our feelings around our bosses. Is it appropriate to ever say anything? Well, here is the other thing, and 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 and, and this is this is uh, um, by one tip that summarizes those two that you've just said that will help you deal with the difficult boss. But it needs to have an underlying value or or, or thought or principle that enables you to say this is why. When I say this is how I will deal with Kanye, it has to be motivated by a value or a principle that I have or an objective that I say I will deal with her this way because this is who I am. Now, here's the first principle. The first principle is to understand that uh, uh, I need to put my best foot forward. I'm not here to be babysitted. Mm. I'm not here to be uh, 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 soft-trained by other people. I'm here to deliver. Therefore, how then do I deal with a difficult uh, uh, boss? Now, the first, for me, the principle you just mentioned, be sure you're dealing with the, with, with a difficult boss, is to say, let me verify and be sure that this is a difficult boss. I, I, will, I will summarize and, and add further to that to say, the first thing that I must, you must know is that the objective of a difficult, not tough, difficult boss is that at the end of the day, should there be results, he wants to attribute it to whoever he wants to attribute the, those results to. And now, when tough times come, will, you will be the first person he's going to get rid of because remember, he's difficult because there are people he doesn't want. So here is the other thing that you must do when dealing with a, 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 a difficult boss. Be very, very good in what you do. So look at the task that is assigned to you. Study it. Work very hard at it. Become indispensable in that particular function. No matter how difficult the difficult boss can be, Mm. he will know even in himself, if I remove Kanye, I will have to find 10 other people to fill up that space, and that will take me two years. So the first thing that you need to do is become very, very good in what you do. I will tell you, if you are a good colleague and you are excellent in what you do, even the difficult people, they start to respect you. They go easy on you. Even their difficulty doesn't sweep you over because you are excellent in what you do. You are the best in what you do. They can't replace you over a day. They can scream at you. They can kick. They can discriminate you. They can do whatever it is. But before they sit down, they think twice and they say, if she's not here, things are going to be the same. So let me be very, very good at him. So that will be the first topic that I think it will help you to deal with uh, 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 a difficult boss. And the next thing that I also would recommend in dealing de- de- with a difficult boss, don't give them something to fight with you about. Yes. That's one mistake that we do. We go out there and, and, and we don't complete tasks. That's one element I want to beat the drum on, to say complete your task. Start a project, finish it on time. Uh, finish your work. Don't just be in a hurry to leave. 
Because remember, and last of last week we spoke about this, you say, you're not just paid for the hours you spend at work, the eight to four thing, as people contrary say, say, you are paid for the value you add. Until you add the value, the shift is not done. Ask yourself, what value have I added during the shift uh, before I leave? Because value is like a piece of brick that you are adding to the walls of your career. So it's not the hours. It's not the hours. It's the value. So complete your task. I'll tell you, a difficult boss won't have a, 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 a leg to stand on when he deals with you. The other issue, respect time. If you're going to deal with a difficult boss, respect time. Yeah. Time come a little bit earlier start your project a little bit earlier on time. By the time he comes in screaming, let him scream. After he screams, he must realize that you've already done what he thought you would do tomorrow. It's done already. You are always a step ahead of that difficult uh, uh, boss. The other thing, always, always improve yourself. Dealing with a difficult boss, always improve yourself. So that if he tries to jeopardize your work and appoint somebody instead of you, that person will be asking for 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 the scores from you. That person will be asking for guidance from you, and that's one thing that many people don't want to do. They don't want to improve themselves. I said last week that you need to work hard on yourself. You do on the job because uh, uh, you have you to keep, and you don't have to keep the job forever. So work twice as hard on you that you do on the job, you will deal with that. And one second last point there on dealing with choose your battles carefully. Yeah. If boss will come in and shoot guns and start fires everywhere, I advise you, I urge you, I hope you, you listen to this part. If you are going through that in your workplace, uh, whether with your boss somewhere there or your, 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 your supervisor or the board or the chairman of the board where you work, Choose your battles carefully. There is this thing going around lately of people just being fighters. You just fight with anyone. You just fight with anything. You just fight through anything and everything, everywhere, with every time. Now, that that is that might sound like a popular act to do. It will make you known around the people that it won't sustain you. A good uh, colleague chooses their battles very carefully and he chooses the weapon he's using in the battle very carefully and he chooses the environment where he's going to fight very carefully. So choose your battles. Don't fight every time. Don't fight with everything. Some of the things fight them back by reverse. Produce results. Let your work speak for you. Let your results speak for you. I'm not saying be silent. I'm not saying let them abuse you and you be silent. But I'm saying choose your method very carefully. You might find yourself trying to put out fire using a bucket of petrol, and then it will exacerbate the fire. So be very careful. And the last thing, keep on moving forward. And this one, I can't overemphasize it. Keep on moving forward. I hear motivational speakers always saying, you need to love yourself. You need to uh, 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 to always have good feelings about yourself so that you can succeed. I wanted to go the other way around mm-hmm. this morning and say, even when you don't feel good about yourself, keep on moving forward. Even when you don't trust your decisions, keep on moving forward. Don't stop because somebody criticized you. Don't stop because somebody doesn't like you. Don't stop because you missed a promotion. Promotion is not does not come once in life. Oh, there yes. are many along the way. So keep moving forward. Don't stop. Pick yourself up and keep moving forward. Yes.
And before I let you go, Fred, perhaps one last question. Uh, how do you how do you keep um, the boundaries intact? And I'll tell you why. You know, I've come across situations where um, people have family responsibilities. So, for instance, you have children you have to take to school in the morning. You have children in the afternoon. You have a family. And your boss wants to set 7 a.m. meetings you know, and mm-hmm. they expect you to be there and they expect you to be productive. But at that time, you're taking your children to school and you always find yourself in a conundrum. You know, what, what do I do? You know, you find yourself always choosing between your work and your personal life. How do you put uh, down those boundaries to say, this is my life, this is my schedule. I can't be here before 8 o'clock. I can't do this. I mean, that can a person do that in a workplace just to ensure that they are fulfilling, you know, their work responsibilities, but also being true to themselves? and where they are in their lives. You, you, you see, there's, there's one thing we do as a mistake. When we come into the, into the workplace, we present a cut of maximum compromise. And then somewhere along the discharge of our job, we start to reduce that level of pre-presented compromise. I come in, they say, look, man, these are the demands of the work. I will do that. I can fly to Nairobi and back in one minute. I'm that <laughs> superman. I, I can do that. I'll, I'll be climbing through balconies for you, and then you'll be telling them that. Two minutes down the walk, then you start saying to, to, to the people, I can't do this, I can't do that, and you start telling them what you can and cannot do. But when you started, you used to say, you can do everything, you can change everything. But you, 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 when you started, you started telling them you can go an extra mile. So that is one thing that we need to be careful of mm. when we start. So how do you then set those boundaries? The first thing to set the boundaries is follow the proper procedure of announcing your changes. You can't come into the workplace and then want people to all of a sudden feel sorry for you. When, when you started, uh, 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 you were lenient on them. Remember, the workplace is not a place to nurture your personal life. This is a place where you must grow and prosper and, and achieve objectives and become successful in that. So be careful to put your, your, your intentions and your, your, your sports forward because people will use uh, 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 these things against you. But here is my tagline about uh, setting boundaries. Plan, plan, plan. But the principle for planning is is the five piece of planning. Proper prior planning prevents poor performance. Because now, if you want to plan after the fact, you're going to be in trouble. Our bound, We all have boundaries. We all have family responsibilities. But let their presentation to your colleagues not look like an excuse. Remember, the objective is that you want to go up the ladder, you want to be sustained in the workplace, and you want to make more money and a better living for those family members. So don't allow the structure of your family affairs affect your growth Mm. in the workplace. Don't compromise them, but structure them in in such a way that it will sustain you in the workplace. Be patient with yourself. One day you'll grow up the ladder, you'll become the boss at the top of the ladder, and you'll be able to do anything and everything you want to do with and by your children. For now, you are still at the bottom of the ladder. Work this true. You can't start saying you are an intern, you just started in the company, already you are putting uh, uh, demands. Yeah, you must understand, I have two wives and 16 children. I can't do this, I can't do that, and that, and that, and that. Keep your life private. Keep your private life private. 
go out there and fight a battle. Let people say words like this. I did not know that this person has so much responsibility. The way they discharge, the way they have work ethic, I did not know they have this responsibility. You must know when people say that, that you are indeed a leader. Let them not find, not use your children as excuse in the workplace. I know people who still sick leave by saying, uh, uh, my child is sick. The next day they say the other one is sick, forgetting <laughs> that they only have one. Uh, and then two weeks down the line, they realize that they have reported for the same children. Now, before you know it, one day when good things are happening in your children, uh, those colleagues will be saying, so is this that child that is always sick? And uh. the child will be surprised. No, I was never sick. So let's not you present our blessings as curses. They will diminish the way people respect us out there. Thank you so much, Fred. And definitely to the one with two wives and 16 children, don't let your personal affairs affect uh, the workplace. Thank you so much, Fred. Always a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you very, very much. Can you please be here next week? I certainly will. Thank you so much. That was Frederick Kaunafatso Mamabolo there. He is a very wise man, I must say, and a lot of wisdom came out from him today. We're talking about how to deal with a difficult boss. 27 minutes before 5 o'clock, here's the sounds of Sonke with feelings.